on tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, Pappy's 90th birthday, billionaire bullies, and visits from Badgers and Canadians. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. This is a second restart here. I couldn't tell if my uh, headphones were working or not. I guess they are. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. It just doesn't seem as loud as it should be, but it doesn't matter. I can I'm, hear you. I'm it's showing all good. up on the screen, so I don't feel like I'm... Yeah? That's... Actually, I feel like I'm kind of loud tonight. No, nah, you're good. Keep that up for sure. Okay. Good deal. You got Chairman Meow behind you yeah. as a little back cushion? I sure do. I have our, our pod cat with us. <laughs> She's had a flea, and our little cat has no claws, so... When there's a flea, we have to go get the flea medicine to take care of it. She's been to the vet. She got a clean bill of health, but she came home with a flea. Well, poor little thing. Poor thing. She'll survive, poor little fluffy. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the world, she gets a flea. It is. She gets all um, irritated likes- under her chin and digs and scratches and carries on something crazy. I feel so bad for her. She likes her little uh, brush thing when... She really likes that when she gets a flea. Oh, yeah. You've been digging on her like crazy. She never gets fleas. She's, yeah. a, she's yeah. an indoor cat. She's like a super indoor cat. There's multiple doors between her and the outside. And we don't have a dog to bring anything in. So she is. She probably got a flea from us. <laughs> well, I, I had to take her to the vet's office. I'm sure she got it there. You know, I mean, so? that's, yeah. I mean, where else? Uh, the only place she's been. Yeah, I, I suppose. Either that or us. So you had some Give com- her a <laughs> You had some company this weekend, right? I sure did. I my badger buddies, Ann and Lisa. Your little badger buddies. <laughs> they seem to like that nickname. They did. They loved that. They loved the little gift that you sent me of the, the badgers dancing and they and they got it that that was a great nickname. <laughs> they understood. They liked it. It's like, oh yeah, they're cute and mean. <laughs> Cute and mean. That's a uh, that's pretty fast explanation of a badger. Yeah, yeah. They're horrifying. Well, animals. I want them to know you're happy and healthy and all that. You know. Yes. I want to. Yes. I want to impress your friends so that they uh, so they like me. It's nice. Well, they definitely do. So, yes, you have nothing to worry about there. You definitely have passed inspection. <laughs> well, that's good. I think it's important to do that. Yeah, I appreciate it. I really do. And uh, you hung out with us a little bit, and it was good. It was a great afternoon. Uh, we we had brunch. We went shopping, got flea drops for the cat. <laughs> oh, and I got a new litter box, and it was so funny because I had to explain to them in the pet store that... Chairman Meow is not like other cats. She can't go through one of those clear doors and get into a litter box. She can never figure it out. <laughs> Bless her little Fluffy's little heart. She just she won't do it. She'll just pee in front of it. Or she doesn't want to. <laughs> one or the other. Say, I just, it scares me, mommy. It scares me. It's terrifying. So, yeah, she just pees in front of it. If you have one of those that has the door to kind of prevent the litter from flipping out. So, and she loves to motorboat cat litter out of a litter box. So, we have to get, uh, 
one of the top loaders. Right. And where she's getting a little older, I got her one that's a little shorter and wider. Well, she seems like, you're right, she likes to dig in there. Yeah. I mean, she just digs like crazy. She's a digger. She's a digger. And if if there is any type of litter box that she can kick litter out of, you can imagine. It's just awful. <laughs> so for 14 years now, I've known how to handle this. But this is the first time I actually found like a better version of that top loading litter box that's a weird evolutionary thing that happened with cats that they try to cover up their poop that is odd as hell i wonder how many mammals actually do that like dogs don't do that dogs don't do it um wolves. that's the obvious one i mean do you know of any other mammal off hand that does that not really no, I'm like deer and hamsters and none of them. I don't know of rabbits. I mean, none of the. Yeah, I don't know cows. Nothing. They nothing. all just poop and go. They just poop where they want to. What is with you? You have to find a special spot. And she's like a hamster. She has one corner where she always goes to poop, and one corner where she always goes to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's polite. She, she's very polite she, in her litter box. She covers it up in her little litter box. So good for her. Yes. And I'm glad for your little uh, badger buddies had a good time. Guys out there need to know, you need to impress your your ladies' friends. That's very important. I think that's something guys overlook sometimes, you know? Yeah, it's almost like you're trying out. Of course it is. If your friends don't like you, you're never going to make it. <laughs> They're going to sabotage you somehow or something's going to happen, you know? You can't, yeah, you can't go against your girl's girlfriends. That'd be the worst thing ever. Well, I don't remember which one of them said it, but one time years and years and years ago, um, and we have been together through thick and thin, and they were around when I got divorced. And one time they, one of them came over, and I don't remember which one it was, but she asked me if the troll was in the lair. No, <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that goes to show you what they thought of the ex. <laughs> Not much. Right. Well, I mean, it's why he's an ex. Exactly. Uh, I get exactly. it. But anyway, so um, I, I had a birthday party with a 90-year-old. That's something you, you don't did. do that very often. You did. Oh, Partied pa- hard. Yep. Oh, uh, Papa oh, Yates. Yep. Oh, Pappy Yates turned 90. What about that? It's amazing. It is pretty cool. It'd be it 90. Is. It is. And he's in. And he went to the hospital, or the hospital. He went to the, his last doctor appointment and they said he literally has absolutely nothing wrong with him. He's on some medication for like high cholesterol and a few blood pressure medicine. Just general crap preventive maintenance but those, when you're 90 but, yeah but those those few pills that he takes have his blood level is perfect in every wow. category yeah like how the fuck is that possible whatever he's doing it is doing it right absolutely absolutely i can yeah. tell you some things and some things i read and i try to equate like is uh-huh. he doing this like how is he doing this yeah and i yeah. tell you some things he does for sure he won probably every, not every day, but probably every two or three days, the dude has a serving of alcohol. Half a beer, something. Yeah. Usually, yeah. usually it's probably a, a beer. And I buy him those little half 
they call them pony beers, whatever. Yeah. Like those baby perfect beers. baby beers. We call him ba- baby beers. Baby beers. Behind his back. Yeah. A little half a beer. <laughs> so he drinks about a half a beer every two or three days. That's one thing. Another thing, he drinks coffee like crazy. Yeah. And more and more studies are all over the place that that is just something. It's an anti, it, it absolutely, apparently, um, you know, is a, what is an anti-cancer? Antioxidant. Antioxidant. Oh, yeah, I cannot, it's packed with antioxidants. And the way your dad drinks it, just straight black. And he I just eat, sips on it all day. Yeah, exactly. And he's not getting any of the sugar, so he's not getting blood sugar spikes. He's not getting any of the artificial creamer right. or anything like that. I mean, it's just straight the antioxidants that he's taking in. So and he's I think doing he, that right. And I think he makes a genuine effort. I think he does, especially in the summer. But even in the winter, because he and his girlfriend can things, which sounds weird to a nine-year-old uh-huh. have a girlfriend. There needs to be a different word for that. You know, something not really a wife, but girlfriend sounds like you're in high school. But whatever, whatever. He's got a girlfriend who they've lived together for over 10 years now, but they can things. Mm -hmm. My point is he eats something fresh out of his garden or a fruit or vegetable every day. Yes, every Uh, single day. I I don't know how much, but yeah, he will walk around his little garden and... Like, he'll pick a tomato right off the vine and eat it right off the vine. Yeah. Every day. Like something. Yes. Maybe, hell, walnuts or chestnuts or it's some grown something that was grown on his farm organically that he just loves to do that. So that's something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, dude. Fresh food. Fresh homegrown organic food. Yeah. Dude's 90 years old. So good for, uh, good for... Good for dad. Yeah, he about fell asleep after the cake cutting, though. <laughs> well, it yeah. wore him out. It was nap time. But you know, the dude's 90 years old, and you know what yeah. he wanted for his birthday? A, a new, new computer. A new damn computer. And he can use it, too. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, that's actually a weird problem because when you're 90 and he fully knows it, I mean, his filter is gone. And he's not that he's racist. I mean, he kind of can be, I guess, um, I should, I guess it's a spectrum. All right. It's a spectrum. Yeah. He's not totally zero, but he's not nine out of 10 either. Yeah. The dude's yeah. probably four, three or four on the race spectrum. Point is, it's enough till he would get online, get on Facebook and say some very inappropriate stuff. Yes. He just would. And he's smart enough at 90 to do that, to get on Facebook and Twitter and social media and enjoy the attention that being outlandish would be would would bring him yes yeah so i'm having his granddaughter set up his computer she's a computer major so that helps she's going to set it up and basically block his ass from at least facebook if he gets on twitter or something else, and she can set him up some fake account that's not his real name. Not really a fake account's the wrong word, but just something that doesn't have his real name on it. Yeah. So I guess that's a fake account. Anyway, then he can go crazy. Say whatever yeah. the hell you want to. Hell, he may end up with a million followers on Twitter. <laughs> you know, if I he can see that. Just I can see just that. by saying the most inappropriate yet true things ever. <laughs> like yeah, like he would be buddies with Doug Stanhope. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He'd be best buddies with somebody like Doug Stanhope. Absolutely. But anyway, uh, and and a little bit about that, too. You know, 90 years old, 
My God. When was he born? 1930? He was born in 1930. Yeah. He was born in 1931. Grew up in the 40s. So that means when he was a teenager, was 1944, he was 14, 15. That's World War II. Like, he specifically remembers, like, scrap metal drives and things to do with World War II and people who went to that. And, yeah. and then he was drafted for the Korean War and uh, and that whole situation. That was There was draft. I mean, it's only been within the last generation or two that, that people didn't get drafted for yeah. something or another. Yeah. Yeah. You know, World War II, then Korea, then Vietnam. Vietnam. We haven't had anything since then. Yeah. But I'll tell you one story about, about that in particular. I've told you this. But, again, we're talking eastern Kentucky. He grew up in the 30s. This dude, this a little bit of his life. I'm going to not the whole thing in every detail, but mm-hmm. but this this is a this is a story that he's told me recently, and I'm glad he's lived to be 90 to finally because that generation I've talked about that with other people my age. Uh-huh. That generation doesn't like to talk. I don't know why they won't tell you shit from their childhood or things that that I find interesting as hell. But finally, in his 90s, he's revealed uh-huh. a few things to me that I've never known my whole life. I'm 52, basically, in a month. Yeah. He's 90. I found out the other day that, again, born in the 30s uh-huh. in eastern Kentucky, the dude had to quit high school, quit school to go work in a coal mine to support his family, his mom and dad, who were also disabled by then, and 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 six or seven kids. Yeah. So he had to quit high school to do that. He got in a mine injury, blown up. I mean, talking an explosion, a yeah. major explosion. He still has shrapnel, it is, coal yeah. shrapnel in his face that they never bothered to remove because apparently carbon, your body doesn't reject carbon. So he just has a face full of coal yeah. shrapnel, basically. Yeah, yeah. It looks like blackheads. Yeah. So anyway, um, after that injury, a doctor basically told him at age like 15 or 16, like, I'm going to sign this paper that you'll get like a little disability check probably the rest of your life, but I'm not going to sign it unless you promise me you get back in high school and you graduate high school and you at least try college. And at age 15, my dad's like, hell yeah, you sign that damn paper and I'm back in school tomorrow. And he did. God. That's how he ended up graduating high school. I always wondered about that. And yeah. then after high school, then he went on to college for a couple of years, uh-huh. went to the military. Now listen to this. In the military, he gets he, he was going to get drafted, so he actually volunteered. He volunteered because he knew he was going to get drafted That's for Korea. That's what my dad did. Yeah, Smart, he right? He, he, the, the Vietnam draft was yes. happening. He, he's right. He knew poor he get, kid from out of mm-hmm. town. Um, he joined the Navy. Yep. If you get drafted, you're going to the Army, you're going to the front line. So yep. you volunteer for the Air Force, you're yep. not going to be on the front lines. And same with your dad for the Navy. Like, I won't be on a ship, but I'm not going to be on the damn land fighting people. <laughs> so so my dad volunteers for that. They do all this testing on him. And, and again, that generation, you don't like to brag, but recently this has come to life. And I've asked other people, too. Then you start asking his uncles. They're like, oh, yeah, your dad's smart as hell. He tested and blah, blah, blah. They tested him in the Air Force. Uh-huh. He tested, like, genius level on shit. Yeah. 
They wanted to make my dad, he, he told me this story recently. They were going to make him a fighter pilot, a yeah. fucking fighter pilot. And they, they filed out the papers. He went to the last dude down the line and basically like, all right, here's my papers. I want to be a fighter pilot. Somehow the last dude managed to see something on his medical records. They're like, your dental records, do you have all your teeth? What's what's going on with that? He's like, no, I'm a poor-ass kid from eastern Kentucky. I've got half my teeth left. And this yeah. is in his 20s. Yeah. How sad is that? He's like, I'm sorry, you can't be a fighter pilot. You have to have all your teeth. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, it's the pressure and the, you know, the compartmental pressure and the, fa- you know, the speed you're going to be flying. I'm sorry, that knocks you out of it. Can you, what the fuck? That's got to s- just hurt your soul. Ugh. Yeah. So, so he said they offered him. He's like, but, but I tell you what, though, they said, um, you know, you can do um, helicopters. We'll we'll train you to fly helicopters if you want. You'd be a helicopter pilot. And he said, "Fuck no, I don't want to be a helicopter pilot." And I said, "What? What in the world would you do that?" He's like, he's like, listen, jackass. The helicopter pilots are the guys that's flying people around in machine guns, shooting at the enemy, and the enemy's shooting back at you. <laughs> or you're a helicopter guy who flies in and picks up the wounded while they're shooting yeah. at you. Yeah. He said, you're on the front lines. He said, if you're a fighter pilot, you're a million miles in the air dropping bombs. Yeah. But he said, I turn that down. And they're like, well, you what do you definitely got your dad's survival instinct. Isn't that crazy? It is, but now I, I am, I can see, a, like, really, truly, like, you. And your dad share that. You both have really exceptional survival instincts. Well, yeah, we're not. Uh, you think we're about not? It. We're not Johnny Knoxville jackass. No, um, adrenaline junkies by any no. means. No. Mm-mm. So he made him a cook. <laughs> <laughs> so from fighter pilot to cook, and he was a cook in the Air Force, and a okay. supply and a supply guy. You know what, though. At Roswell, New Mexico, by the way. Yeah, that's funny. That was something that's I gleaned funny. from him about eight or ten years ago, maybe maybe longer. But, yeah, Roswell, New Mexico, about four years after that UFO incident. Not that long afterwards. Dang. Anyway, so, so that just tells you, though, you know, you're, you're, if, if he had had all of his teeth, if he had been... If he had grown up somewhere where he wasn't dirt poor, yeah, like he could have been a fighter pilot. That's incredible. Wow. I mean, it 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 would be hard not to be a little bitter about that. No kidding. Did he seem bitter about it, or just no, not really. Yeah. Um. No, he really didn't. Um. You know, it worked out fine for him, but. I mean, I've always known, and you can tell too, even for a 90-year-old, that dude's fucking smart. Yes. I mean, that dude, whether you agree with him on certain things or not, <laughs> politically, this or that, whatever. I mean, this dude is 90 and can do math in his head still that I can't do. Yeah. As a kid, he he, he went to like a, a a night school class somewhere for draftsmen. And, and I remember even as a kid, like when we, like when he wanted to build a little outbuilding or build an addition to the house or, or other people would come by and randomly, like, like that dude can draw blueprints like an architect and they're phenomenal. They look That's just amazing. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole shtick, he can do all that. Like he is an amazingly smart dude. 
Wow. Anyway, so he could have been a fighter pilot if all that, you know, if he just wasn't a poor-ass kid from eastern Kentucky, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I guess, to bring this all around, put a bow on it. These nine, anybody that lives to be 90 has seen some shit. That's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> yes. They've been some places. They've done some stuff. Yes. Yes. Especially that generation. Like us, if we live to be 90, be like, uh, well, I survived COVID, I guess. <laughs> really? Was it awful? Well, I had to wear a mask for a while and get a shot. <laughs> oh, my God. Diva, you were, <laughs> how'd you ever survive? All you had to do was take a shot. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just had to take a shot. How? <laughs> how, how fucking hard is that? Devolved into like living in an episode of Jackass. And it's really odd to see these numbers. It's right at 50%. Like I noticed for our county the other day, it's like 47% of our county's vaccinated. Like it, and I hear other counties around us and, yeah. and in general the whole population is like 50 50 yeah. it's like like wow what a dividing thing yes yes this is you've got 50 percent of the people afraid to take a or what for whatever reason they don't want to take a vaccination and 50 percent of the people that do yeah you, i mean it doesn't get any more politicized 50 50 split than that no it doesn't and it's It's kind of horrifying to watch because these people are dying off. It's like, they're in- literally dying off. Well, I, again, I, I was reviewing articles for this show, and I uh-huh. just ran across one that I had posted. It's one in 5,000 that you got a chance of like a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, we know that un- uh, unvaccinated people who have not a lot of comorbidities, mm-hmm. one in 100 of getting a serious problem from covid yeah but one in a hundred is not i mean it's one percent but if you were playing a lottery you'd be playing a lottery all day long if you had one those odds yes absolutely (laughs) yes you would you would be buying uh lottery tickets you know a hundred yeah you would so one in a hundred to me is not that great no no it's not and that is a person with no comorbidities. Do you know right. anybody who doesn't? And these people uh, who are refusing this right. are fat with a heart disease sure. and diabetes yeah. and sometimes asthma to boot. I, I think, uh, lots yeah. of COPD, too. Sure, and all so, that. so, like, you're talking not just one but multiple comorbidities there. So it's not one in a hundred anymore. Oh, it's yeah. Right. What, right. Maybe 20 out of a hundred. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's one something. One out of five or something like that. Yeah. Everything you just said, right. You start with one, one out of a hundred if you're perfectly healthy and Nothing under, under age. at all is wrong with And you. under age 35. And then you start adding this. Okay. Over 35. All right. Maybe there's a 2% chance. Well, plus, like you said, plus you're overweight. All right. Now there's a, four percent chance and you add these shit up and before you know it yeah oh there's our, our little yeah there's our little uh fire rescue place we live in a town of twenty thousand, and they have four fire trucks that's, that's one two three here comes four i think we have five fire trucks in just one of our stations and we have four stations <laughs> in a town of twenty thousand people 
And we have never, ever recorded a single episode of this podcast without sirens. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> it's it's really funny. And they all go to this to this uh public housing high rise we have in our town and it's burnt toast. They literally they they install the damn smoke alarms right over the stove, which I guess I can see cuz if you're going to have a fire it's going to be over your stove. But every single time you cook, <laughs> the fire alarm goes off. And they have to send 20 firemen down there just to verify that, oh, yeah, Mildred, burner toast again tonight. And they're so proud of how many call-outs they get each oh, year. They God. report it like it's a badge of honor. It is uh, it, it is just like an episode of Parks and Recreation, except it's not funny. Like, exactly. Like, that's how they justify. We have a town of about 20,000 people. That's how they justify us having 200 firemen here. <laughs> Yeah. That all make $80,000 a year with full benefits. Like, it's insane. <laughs> Our government is just insane. Oh, it is. It really is. Oh, Anyway, I we got sidetracked. But anyway, yeah, whatever on COVID, if you don't want to take it, whatever. But it's just an odd situation that, uh, that, that people. It became, that it's that so, medicine became so, so political. Yeah, it's just, it is odd. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we've had this whole crazy anti-vax movement, and it was just ripe for it. It really was. This is right. interesting times to be alive, so. Uh, and, and your dad can say that, too. Yeah, he's first in line for a vaccination. Yeah, he sure as hell was. Uh, yeah, you get to be 90 years old, you ain't playing playa. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not stupid no more. <laughs> Here, look at the video. Everything must be leopard print. Everything must be leopard print. Everything leopard print. <laughs> There's a video to this song. Everything must be leopard print. Hank is uh, a big fan of Alaska print. the drag queen. I am. <laughs> I, I, unashamedly, the I am. Absolutely. This is the best part. That blouse. Leopard print. That door. Leopard print, that house. That's the White House, by the way. Your eyes. Leopard print. So there you go. Leopard print. I'm sorry. I just prefer Alyssa Edwards. (laughs) Oh, I bet she's on that video somewhere. All the rest of her uh, her cohorts, her co queens, yes, are in this video somewhere. Yes, we are diehard Drag Race fans. We do love RuPaul's Drag Race. It's hilarious. And yeah, Alaska is probably my favorite. Oh, Alyssa yeah. Edwards is right there, though. I'll tell you that. For me, it's Alyssa and Ginger Minj. They're my Oh, yeah. Well, we just saw her on this video. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to interview one of them for the show. That'd be phenomenal. <laughs> that would be so funny. Wouldn't it? It would be <laughs> I would phenomenal. Be kind of, uh, I think I would kind of have that starstruck moment. I think I would, too, in a weird way. Yeah, I 100% think I would, too. So. Oh, and speaking of starstruck, somebody who's I would always kind of starstrike me, um, William Shatner. He's like ninety, right? Captain Kirk is going to space. Well, about he's ninety that. years old, and he's going to space. Dude, you know what he ought to do? Like he ought to go to space and just keep going, just float away. Just, yeah. How epic would that be? It would be epic, but I don't know. It always kept it. It like. It always kept open for Kirk to come back. 
So well, well that way you can come back. He'd just be floating out there. <laughs> just fire him right out towards Mars um, and just yeah. The actor that played Scotty, James Duhan, um, they did that. They uh, shot his a- ashes into space. Really? Yes, absolutely. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, this shit's getting closer and closer. I mean, hell, I saw something today that looked like a damn joke title to a thing. But it absolutely, I guess, was true. I didn't read the uh-huh. article. But it was uh-huh. it was legitimately in my science feeds. It was like an Arab nation had sent a probe to Mars. I'm like, what? I didn't read the whole thing, but I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, we got places like Saudi Arabia sending Mars probes. Like, this is, like, we are absolutely going to colonize that damn planet <laughs> within 100 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it gives me hope. It give, it's one of the few things that gives me hope. <laughs> I will bring up this. This kind of goes into this little article that I did find that I think was kind of funny. Uh-huh. You know, Elon Musk, I, we know he's got Asperger's. Yes. I get it. So some of his stuff, I, you, you can't tell if, one, he uses that as an excuse. <laughs> Two, yeah. if he really has... If he really does say shit that's inappropriate, but he just doesn't know it, or what the situation is, really, he's a wild card. Yeah, what did he say? Well, <laughs> this is going to sound like a dystopian made-up bullshit, but it's absolutely true. Apparently, like Forbes, whoever, who keeps tabs on, you know, net worths of people. Yeah, who's in who's in the lead? Elon Musk. He's the wealthiest person on the planet. Okay. Which I didn't know that. I mean, he was up there. It bounces around. $222 billion. Yeah. That's unfucking believable, first of all. Just yeah. that. And it's all from Tesla. And, you know, when we were growing up, that dude was nothing. I, I mean, know. He has I built, know. He has built his Tesla companies into the stratosphere all right well number two is jeff bezos uh-huh obviously from uh amazon uh-huh all right well <laughs> here's the goofy part all right jeff bezos puts a tweet out and it's a tweet that's an old magazine cover from like the 90s that basically says amazon you know, this startup company is the dumbest idea ever, and it's never going to make it. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he puts that out and just basically like, yeah, we're made, you know, we're we're doing real well. And, you know, our naysayer, you know, just a positive thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we showed you sort hey, of a thing. Yeah. Elon Musk gets on there. Oh, God. On Jeff Bezos' Twitter. Okay. And puts a little emoji of a little silver, bron- a little silver medal, like number two. Like, all right, jackass, you're number two on the list. Oh, my God, that's funny. They didn't say anything, but, like, these are billionaires, like, basically heckling each other. Oh, my God, that's that's, funny Do you think that's meant to be funny, or is that, like, asshole-ish? Like, I don't know how to... I think it's fucking hilarious, but I'm pretty sure I'm in the spectrum somewhere, so... (laughs) Oh, that's what the dude did. 
Holy cow! That I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I got a little picture of it, and I'll try to repost this. But, yeah, it's a little but, but silver. Like, yeah, but there's like the Jeff Bezos post of you know, like uh-huh. that's when like predicted us fail, and there's the Elon Musk right on there. There's this little number silver two. silver medal number two. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny as hell. I mean, uh, you're number two. You're only worth, by the way, one hundred and ninety one point six billion. <laughs> One, you're obsessed with billionaires. Two, that's funny. I mean, it 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 smacks of a little arrogance, but I imagine that <laughs> they're both. Com- there's probably about five dudes in the world that can pick on each other that way. They're both competing to go to space. Yes, in exactly. That, in that aspect, yeah. So I, I'm I'm going to chalk it up to. It's supposed to be funny, whether it, but to the casual person, I think that's where these people with Asperger's has a, like, even if Jeff Bezos reads that and like, oh yeah, whatever, that's cute. All the rest of us are like billion, like you're worth $222 billion and you're even funny publicly heckling the dude worth a hundred and ninety one oh, billion dollars. I think it's hilarious. Okay. I have no I have the I'm gonna check in on this and and I'm usually the sensitive one. Okay. And I think that's hilarious. Okay, well then okay, I that I'll is, chalk it up to them. Hats off to Elon Musk. That was funny. You know, it says in this article too last year in two thousand twenty. Uh huh. Uh, Tesla's stock in 2020 was up 743% in a year. Nice. Okay. That's unbelievable. All right. But for the record, Elon Musk came from a rich family. So he bought in to Tesla. He was already rich. And Jeff Bezos began Amazon with a $300,000 gift from his family. So there, Elon Musk. So. In your face. They both began from a little bit more than nothing. Well, sure. Yeah. These are not people who pulled themselves up by any bootstraps. No. I mean, Jeff Bezos more than But they are brilliant, brilliant businessmen. Yeah. So anyhow, I just, I mean, that's just unbelievable to have, you know what he's going to be. What? Elon Musk is absolutely going to be like um, Steve Jobs with Apple. Oh, yeah. As long as Elon Musk is alive, that company is going to go through the stratosphere and they will absolutely colonize fucking planets. And like he is an unbelievable force, Mm -hmm. like him or not. You can't argue with that shit. Just like, yeah. just like Steve Jobs. Yes, th- yes. You delve into it. There's times he's a super fucking asshole. Yes, but yes. the dude screwed got, people over. He screwed was a people jerk. over. He was a jerk. But he was also this vegan, li- live minimally sort of a cool dude too. Like very dichotomy. Yeah. And I think Elon Musk is just like that. And his company, it's probably too late now. But uh-huh. the Lord, uh, that company. That stock will, and their company will probably always go through the roof as long as he's yeah. there. Yeah. Just like Steve Jobs. When he got fired from Apple, Apple just about was bankrupt until yeah. they brought him back. And he has that. Yeah, there's another article with this, too, recently. Uh, and it was just a glowing article just about the facts. 
and it was like how many Teslas they made this past year, and it was an ungodly amount. Mm-hmm. It was like more than any other car manufacturer, and it was this whole article about basically like his will to overcome obstacles. Uh-huh. It was like you can't get semiconductor chips. Well, we're going to figure out how to make them. You can't figure out how to do this. Well, we're going to figure out how to make it. And like, yeah. and then just saying that basically, like, not being pigeonholed and not being like that dude will figure out. They said a ton of his people work there. Do you know this? They don't even graduate college. Like, it's basically you go in there and you take some tests, and if you can do the job, you're fucking hired. That's the way to do it. Hell yeah, it is. Especially in. A day and age where so many college classes, so many things are online, so many people are cheating. Like, go in, take a test, show that you can do the mm-hmm. job, and then, That's, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, mean, it seems I think to we're going to gonna have to move to that. That is cutting edge thinking. It there. is. It seems to be a very progressive company in that way. And I'm quite sure there's a million articles of the bullshit bad of the company, too. You're always going to have that. But they're doing something right, obviously. Yeah. Because other manufacturers, like, you can't find a Toyota within 100 miles of here. Or no. very Or very many of them. Yeah. Their lots are barren because yeah. they're waiting on chips or whatever they're waiting yeah. on. Yeah. Well, hell, they're making Teslas, and they're doing it. They're figuring out a way to get them somehow. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere. Um, th- that's funny because I've got a buddy whose son just graduated from medical school, and he's ordering a bmw <laughs> getting his first little doctor car <laughs> little doctor car <laughs> great. people just fall into such stereotypes just instantly don't they oh they do but it's kind of cute so and he's driven his grandparents hand-me-down camry from high school right. when i met him all the way through medical school, this this car's done him. So, I don't I don't begrudge him that. No, it's, and it's going to be UK blue. Oh, I don't blood, well, I don't, we I don't begrudge him. him that at all. Well, then we forgive him. <laughs> and everybody deserves a treat. I get it. I just hope he doesn't fall in. Okay, I'm a doctor. I make uh, I'm making two hundred thousand dollars a year now. Time to buy yeah. a McMansion. Time to buy five cars. Time to buy. I, I, time I don't to buy think a new he's boat. going to do that. To, I know, think all that bullshit. I, you know, talking about it, he'd already figured out like how many extra shifts he needed to work to make extra payments on that. To, right. To, and it sounds like, right. Yeah, he, it sounds like he's he's being smart about his toy. It does. So anyway, there's a little Elon Musk uh, billionaires uh, ribbing each other, apparently. Yeah. Now, did you have anything else? What did you have? You had some other stuff. Yeah, I had some things. I've been, I've been a busy little gardener lately. Uh, I've like I've like kind of adopted the full goth. I'm going full goth gardening. Yeah, we already have your. Um, Oh, your carnivorous plants there. Yeah, I've Ellen. always been just, I want the creepy plants. So now I'm really going for like all in. The Morticia Adams. You need a little straight black dress like Morticia had. And I could take a picture of you by your plants. That'd be awesome. All right. We'll, we'll go there. Um, my buddy says I'm poison ivy. Oh, that could work too. <laughs> that could work too. Either one would work that just would work fine. Yeah. yeah. I had, um, something called a 
bat flower coming in. Uh, the bat flower. A bat flower. I've got to figure out how to take care of that and get that to bloom. And I've never done something so stupid in my whole life. I ordered some black rose seeds. They're supposed to be... Are they rare? Well, first... Yeah. Well, yeah. They do... It's well, something called a black magic rose. Oh, that's nice. Does exist. It's yeah. a very, very dark burgundy red. There's no such thing as a true black rose, yeah. except in like some weird dirt and turkey. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, there's something in the dirt that helps that species. So it's interesting. It, it, it nowhere else in the world, and or I'm not completely sure on the country. Um, it's Middle Eastern. But um, so we're gonna have a black rose. I am. Or, I am. I'm gonna have to cold stratify and all that. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a weird one. So I'm gonna try to grow a rose from seeds. <laughs> a rose from seeds. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, that'd be interesting. It is. It is. Hey, let me take a little break here and go pee, and uh, I'll be right back here. We'll finish up. We are back. So there we go. You're carnivorous or not carnivorous? You're dark black rose yeah i'm gonna try a black rose from seed because i just can't find one any other way and it could be just a total jokes on me mm. and we'll see if one if it grows a rose it grow if it grows at all and two what color we might have well our canadian friends really liked your um, flowers and your yeah. and your uh, gardening skills. It was nice to be appreciated. Yeah, we had some Canadian friends come down to look at some property in our town. Which, by the way, Eastern Kentucky property for anybody listening to this anywhere else, it's cheap as hell compared to where you're at. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> come live here. I mean, it's a hot market right now, but I mean, hell, when you see these, you know, I mean, I get it. There's scenery and climate and different things in like california and florida and whatever uh-huh. but hell you can buy five or six bedrooms two bath mcmansions here for 350 400,000 mm-hmm. right yeah you can buy really nice houses for 250,000 hell yeah you can find a house for 150,000 yes these people, yeah. these people were looking at a at a uh, three bedroom, bath and a half, just an absolute charming house in our little area for one hundred thirty thousand. Yeah, maybe one hundred thirty five. Mm-hmm. Right around there, in a nice neighborhood, like nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so we did get some Canadian. Um, I don't know what's the word for it. Indoctrinated. Some some uh, some opinions, some information, some, some opinions Canadians from our neighbors up north. Yeah, I known this guy from long ago when he lived here, and then he moved back to Canada where he's from. Mm-hmm. His wife's from Michigan, so she's mm-hmm. uh, she's a U.S. citizen. But man, the time he has to get in this country, him being a Canadian citizen, he can't drive across the border, but his wife can. Yeah, so he had to fly. <laughs> into Detroit. The dude lives basically across the damn river from uh, from Michigan. He had to fly to Detroit and then drive to eastern Kentucky from Detroit. Yeah. And then on the way back, they're going to let him drive back, and he can drive across the border. 
But he can't. But coming out of Canada, you have to fly across the border that way. Yeah. <laughs> if you're leaving, you got to fly out of here. What the hell? It's it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine the logistics of that. So he had to get COVID tested before. Yeah. He, he, while he was here in the States, he had to get COVID tested to get back into Canada. Like, it is some shit. Yeah, yeah, traveling is weird, and crossing a border now is kind of scary. It's just, it's just odd. I guess he's used to yeah. it, but yeah. I mean, he lives in a place, he was showing us on a, on a map on Google Maps, I mean, he lives pretty much across a river, it's actually across the Lake Ontario, one of the Great Lakes. Superior. Lake Superior. Yeah. But not the main body of the lake, like a finger of the lake. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's only like a mile across, right? It's a, but right across that is America. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. I mean, he can look over his house is on this lake on Lake Superior. Yeah, he can look across, I assume, and see America. Yeah, and it's a gorgeous house. But oh. can't uh, you can't go across? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, he joked about it. He, he was like getting a boat and go across, and we were joking about eh, eh, going across. And he was like, "Yeah, they'd catch me." <laughs> they probably would. They probably would. I mean, it's dang, dang. Yeah, it is just. Well, he loved it here. No, it's just weird. And it's funny that uh, here in Kentucky, compared to Canada, like hell, this was like warm and hot and this is like going to be like a summer house for him <laughs> yeah well that's not really surprising because i swear it's like a southeastern asia jungle around here during the summertime it is really humid and warm yeah there's a few months of that for yeah. sure so it's all your perspective right yeah I mean, yeah i mean that's warm that's hot for them and this is not that far across the border from like I said, from Michigan and across that little finger of Lake Superior. But he said they get, like, snows and frost in May sometimes. He said it's still absolutely you could get a snow in May. You see, you can't plant a garden until late May. Yeah. Well, actually, he said it was uh, June. That's right. He said their old wife fell up there was the first full moon in June. Yes. So, yeah, you're not supposed to plant a garden up there till June. I can't imagine. <laughs> Whatever grows, I bet mean, it's got like three months. Yeah. You got June, July, August, and by September, I'll bet it's frost. Cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy oh, by God. easy by September, October. That's Yeah, that's 16. a really short, short you got 16 weeks. season. Holy cow. And I literally put total tropical plants. I still have tro- tropical plants outside. I thought this was an interesting thing that he mentioned. I don't remember the exact number, but you get the idea that, uh-huh. that like something like 80, 90 percent of the population of Canada lives within 100 miles of the U.S. border. Yes. Yes. So in other words, you start getting any far north than that, like freaking nobody can live. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just cold. I mean, can you I've always I always wondered looking at a map of Canada like, God, that's huge. I guess a gigantic thing. Yeah. But, but that makes yeah, more sense. Like, okay, country. it's only about 100 miles north of like America. A swath that, of, yeah. of population there. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to pay people to live in Alaska. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. Yeah. He mentioned he, it was it was 
good to get some insight about um, their healthcare system. He hated it; thought it was awful. Yeah. In general, um, and like you said, you're not going to maybe die from most basic stuff. But yeah, uh, he said this is coming straight from a Canadian. Uh-huh. He said if you get, he said you go to the doctor, they find a lump. Yeah. That, that needs an MRI. Might be cancer. Who knows what it is? He said you have to wait. They put you on a list, and they call you in about two or three weeks to schedule the MRI. <laughs> yeah. Then the, when they schedule it, he said they're scheduling you for six months from then. So now yeah. you've gone six months. Then another few months to get the the results and to get it read by a doctor. Hell, by the, that time, you're fucking dead of cancer. Or it's spread or metastasized. Yeah. You're talking easy six, eight months into finding something that you're getting the results back from your MRI. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Like, that doesn't seem like it's worth it. I don't know. I think it was a. I, I tried to sit back during this conversation and observe both sides, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of try to detach from. From my loathing of our system, right, might be a good way to put it. And we've got problems with our system too. It is prohibitively expensive for most people in this country, and we're not getting that much for our money. But it is faster. It's like I think we both hate our systems equally. There must be some hybrid that could be something. Yeah. But, I mean, hell, in our system, though, I don't know. I mean, I was in healthcare in our system. Uh-huh. So, like I said, I was bringing that up to you, and, and when we were all discussing it, there comes Chairman Meow again. Hi, baby. But, I mean, if you're on, you know, for most states, if you have Medicaid, that pays for your health care. You mentioned something they were going to bring up or something. But when I was practicing, anybody that had Medicaid, it was free. Or it was damn near free. I mean, uh-huh. it might have been like a, you know, I think we eventually started making them pay like $5 a visit or something just mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. you got to pay at least something. Yeah. But it was basically free. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dirt if you're near, over. Darn near, near close. Yeah. Then if you're over 65, you got Medicare. That's, that's 80, 20. And then the supplemental insurance is pretty cheap. It's that in between, I guess. That's yeah. kind of, you know, I, I get it. If you're. 35 years old and you don't have insurance and you have something crazy happen to you, it can bankrupt you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I get that. So neither are perfect, but just so you know, these Canadians aren't exactly happy with their system either. So, or at least he's not. I don't think the Canadian system of healthcare is one of the shining examples of universal health care in the world i think norway is maybe the one that everybody looks to to be a little more efficient yeah better or something yeah yeah i don't know yeah i you know i tried to step back because i really i i can't stand our health insurance because you know we pay a ton for it neither one of us are going to meet the deductible at all this year so it's just effectively catastrophic insurance for yeah. us. Yeah, that's what it's for. Yeah, and um, and when my buddies were visiting, they were explaining that their parents 
is it Medicaid for old people? Medicare. Medicare for old people. Now they have to select plans. That's right. Okay. And a lot and a lot of these plans have something called a donut hole where they like the first so much is met by the plan, you know, from mm-hmm. out of the plan is you know essentially free. And then from say $2,000 to $8,000 then you know they they are responsible for it and then it kicks in again so uh, there's a max so they're getting them somehow like like they're getting it right it's like they're privatizing it with these plans and stuff and they're getting the money anyhow it's like yeah. it's creeping in and yeah, it's, it's insidious well our canadian friends they loved uh, they loved our little town they absolutely they did they're the most Canadian, stereotypical Canadians. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They are. Super happy. I love when they say a boat. Yeah. Anytime somebody yeah. says a boat, that's, yeah. that's yeah. funny. That's awesome. Yeah. And she had just as much of an accent as he did. Right. Yeah. She's a but transplant. she was like from Michigan anyhow. So they may say a boat anyway. Yeah. yeah. But let me tell you, these Canadians came to party. I tell you that. They did, didn't they? <laughs> they picked up some edibles and some uh, weed in Michigan on the way down. And, and they woo! had the biggest bottle of whiskey I think I've ever seen sitting on, you know. Yeah. Uh, Our Kentucky bourbon. They yeah. found a liquor store with a, yeah, with a giant thing of bullet bourbon. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. <laughs> How do you lift that? So, uh, yeah, everything was just uh, like like opening a new, like a, like a 10 year old opening a new Christmas present. Like, Oh my God, look at all these plants. Oh my God. It's all, wow. You got a big screen TV. This is unbelievable. Look at this. <laughs> Wait a minute. You live in a building. Oh my God. Wait, there's a fire escape. Oh my God. There's a fire escape. Oh wow. We got to go up the fire escape. I don't know. I don't know about this, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. I took about on the entire tour of the plants on the roof and everything else. <laughs> It was great. They absolutely had a blast in our little town, seeing the sights and remembering, you know, they they lived here a long time ago. I was absolutely exhausted that day. I had social burnout from, like, my friends visited and then the Canadian friends visited. Right. And, like, we did, we walked the town, like, twice to, to get to all of the art alleys and everything. Yeah, all of our stuff around town, yeah. And it was interesting. I too thought that the uh, the Canadian couple, uh, what they ended up, we do the same thing they do. Apparently, they said a Friday night or Saturday night, they sit around watch YouTube videos. Yeah, <laughs> take up, turns picking. Take turns picking YouTube videos, and there you go. Yeah, it we introduced them to, hill, to uh, Sturgill Simpson, so we introduced them to a hillbilly uh, yeah, singer yeah. that they might like. What was it? okay? We watched some Trailer Park Boys. Yep, they introduced us to those. Maybe we'll oh. watch some of those episodes. Yeah, we played some Office for them. They, hadn't, uh, they hadn't seen the Office. They, yeah, they hadn't gotten into that yet. But uh, it was fun. It was a yeah. little, great little cross cultural exchange. It was. That was a just a blast. It's good. It's good yes. to have different cultures educating you. Yes, it is. Well, see somebody else's point of view sometimes. Oh, what do you think, Petra? Are you ready to get off here? Yeah. You want to tell everybody where they can. Uh, Find us in general yes, here. Yes, they can find us at hillbillynerdtalk.com. dot com, and you do some Twitter and Reddit. Twitter and Reddit and Twitter specifically. Uh, if they wanted to message us or something, that's probably where to go. Yeah, 
Yeah. We get so much spam in our email anymore that I don't I really don't much check email. <laughs> Adamandeve.com. Yeah, it's just, yeah. I get, we get a million tons of yeah. that. But I don't know. Message me on Twitter if you want to get a hold of us. Twitter, Reddit. That's like the main two. Yeah, that's the main that's two that we're most two. active in. Uh, and then, you know, from our site, of course, you can subscribe and all that. Share us on various whatevers. Yeah. Give us a like. Things are so much easier now. You can copy a link. You know, you can copy a link and send that anywhere on anything. Oh, I know. I know. It, it, it's it not is. exactly as hard as it used to be to share things. True. But in fact, it's never been easier. True. So, uh, so there you go. All right, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time.